this was a review in the Chutasikas Chelik Yudalev for the first Sikha for the Pashas Truma. And the Rebbe discusses the different um, Trumas, uh, the contributions um, that uh, the Eden brought in the, uh, in, the, in the Mishkan at the time that we read in the Parish of Truma. Uh, the Rebbe is going to point out that in, in, in a lot of different uh, matters in in uh, in Torah, in mitzvahs, in some things everybody is equal, and some things there is a difference. Uh, we see also by these trumas that in some things they were the same, and something that was different. So um, okay, so let's so the uh, sages tell us that. There were three trumas. It says three times truma. There were three trumas in our portion. Uh, one of them is the truma sadonim. That was the um, half a shekel they gave uh, for the adonim. Adonim are the sockets. The sockets are uh, the basis of the mishkan in which you stuck in the kroshim into the sockets. Uh, then they have the other one was the truma shkolim. The truma of Shekolim, those that everybody has to give every uh, year a machtis shekel. They started off the first year over there. They gave it uh, because uh, that was the money that they used to buy all the uh, communal sacrifices. And um, they uh, everybody participated equally. Uh, today also we have some, we'll see in a minute, also a little bit of a machtis shekel. And then... There was Trumas HaMishkan. Trumas HaMishkan was the uh, general Mishkan uh, contributions, the various different things that they needed for the Mishkan. So the difference uh, between, it's a known difference between Shkolim, uh, Trumas Shkolim and Adonim HaMishkan is the fact, but Trumas uh, HaShkolim was not something, a one-time thing, because what did they use the Shkolim? That was for the Karbonis. Um, so, therefore, um, it, that mitzvah of Shkolim was a mitzvah for that time, for that year, but it was also a mitzvah, and it's a positive mitzvah for the generations, as long as the Beis Hamikdash was in existence. Every Jewish person had to bring a machzis shekel every year for the communal sacrifice, for the Karbonis Tzibur, etc., and to the extent, even nowadays, that uh, we don't have a Beis Hamikdash, uh, still uh, there is a custom uh, to read the portion of Shkolim on the Shabbos that is before Rish Chodesh Oder, or when there's two others before Rish Chodesh Oder Sheni, uh, as a remembrance to the Mikdash, um, because Baal Oder Mashbim Shkolim, they used to do on Rish Chodesh Oder, they used to start announcing about the Shkolim, so we do it the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh. So, and um, there are some that say that before Purim, what we do, we give also a machzis a, a shekel, machzis from the coin. In that place, at that time, as a remembrance of the machzis a shekel that they used to give in other. But in any event, there is some uh, continuation of this uh, gift of the machzis shekel that you gave for the karbonis later on. That's not something which was a one-time deal. It continues to be during the time of the Beis Hamikdash and even now after the Beis Hamikdash. However, when you talk about the truma of the sockets, 
that was just milled where they needed to build the uh, the mishkan, so they needed the sockets, right? Um, and also, their general uh, contributions that you gave for the mishkan, uh, that was just before they built the mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash. So we don't really have those contributions anymore. So what is the Rebbe saying that? So one can say. Okay, so what is applicable to us? What is applicable to us? Only the machzis shekel that we bring for the korbanis, because the other one doesn't apply to us anymore. Because we're not building a base hamikdash today, physically, so we don't need the truma for the sockets, and we don't need the truma for the mishkan, right? But the Rebbe says no. While physically we don't have that level today of three contributions. But on a spiritual level, we still have those three contributions. Because the Torah is eternal in every time and every place. So in the spiritual service of man, we have also the additional, these two contributions, of the contribution of the sockets and the contribution of the Mishkan. Not only that, but it's actually a kol shikain, that if every aspect of Torah every detail of Torah is applies, you have to learn from every part of Torah, you have to learn in every time and every place, so how much more so when we're talking about details uh, they're connected to the Mishkan what is the whole purpose of the Mishkan to make a dwelling place for Hashem and our sages tell us it doesn't mean that Hashem rests in the Beis HaMikdosh in the Mishkan, Hashem rests which means by every year. So that means that the revelation of the Shekhinah, of the Divine, that's in every Jewish person, which is all time and all places. So you have to work spiritually for that. So just like the physical building of the Mishkan was through the gift of the sockets and the gifts of the Mishkan, likewise is also in the spiritual Mishkan, which is in every Jewish person, that that takes place through the service of the man in the level of the contribution of the sacrament and of the Mishkan. So therefore, so first of all, the Rebbe establishes in Aleph that it is important to us to have now also the Trumas Adonim and the Trumas Mishkan. The Rebbe is going to discuss the difference between the Trumas Adonim and Trumas Mishkan in the contribution that each one makes. Because what's the difference? The Rebbe says in Beis, uh, uh, how could we apply the, what does it mean, make the sockets, give a gift of sockets or give a gift for the Mishkan? In order to understand that, let's take a look at the difference between the gifts, the way they actually were for the Mishkan. So, uh, how they were given. So what happened is like this. When it came to the sockets, so over there, all Jewish people participated equally. Same amount of money. How much was it? A machzis a shekel. Everybody gave a half a shekel. But when we talk about the Trumas HaMishkon, when you talk about the gifts that people gave for the Mishkon, so everybody gave as their heart, you know, as they wished. You needlessly, boy. As the Porsig relates to the portion of Yaakov. So, what does it mean by a person? What does it mean that you give something equal or you give what you have specifically? 
So it would seem like this, that the Trumas HaDonim represents Bittel and Kabbalah's oil, subjugation, accepting the yoke, which comes because the essence of the soul. The essence of our neshama, it's not a logical, it's not something which is different by every person. Every yid has a neshama, every yid has an essence, so therefore the level of bitl and kalbalah soil comes from the essence of neshama. All Jewish people are equal as far as that goes. But when we talk about the truma, so the truma for the socket comes from the essence of the soul. The truma for the rest of the mishkan, which, what does it mean, mishkan? The mishkan is each one has to work with their specific powers, with their talents. Everybody has their own talents that Hashem has given them. A person has his own intellect, a person has his own emotions. And there is differences between different levels based on the spiritual situation of each individual. Uh, you can't compare the generosity of the heart of somebody who has refined himself, uh, his midos, he worked with his mind, with his heart, and Another person hasn't done that yet, so there's differences. Some people are on a higher madrega, are more refined than other people. So you can say, each one gives according to their level. Each one either gives their essence, that's bitl, Kabbalah soil, which is equal by everybody. Or you give your special talents, your special powers, your special abilities. Whereas differences, people have different abilities, people have refined themselves to different Level. So that's why we also understand why is it that what's equal for everybody was for the sockets. Why? The sockets are the foundation. But when we talk about the covers, the vessels of the Mishkan, that depends on each one gave whatever they wanted. Why is that? Because although the sockets are the uh, lowest part of the Mishkan, but yet they're the foundation of the entire Mishkan. All the beams are standing upon what? Upon these sockets. So what does it mean when we talk about the service of the person? That is the level of Kabbalah soil accepting the yoke. So on one hand, it's true that you don't feel when you just do something, you accept the yoke, Hashem tells you to do so, you do it because Hashem says, so you don't feel so much uh, light, godly light in it, as you feel when you serve Hashem with your mind and your heart. You feel enlightened over there. Over there is just doing. You have to do it. You have to get up. You have to do what you have to do. But you don't feel. So it's like the lowest level. You don't feel any energy over there. You don't feel any light. There's no revelation. But yet, notwithstanding that it seems to be outwardly on the level that's lacking light, but yet that is the foundation and that is the beginning of all service. So therefore, all Jewish people were equal as far as the gift of the Adonim, the sockets, that's everybody the same. Which means, when we talk about the foundation and the most general concept of Kabbalah soil accepting the yoke and our 
subjugation to Hashem, which is rooted in the essence of our soul. Because of the essence of our soul, we are all fitting, and we have one Father, we're all equal. So there's no difference between one person and another person. Everybody gives the same, because we're all essentially in our soul, we're all the same Madriga. There's no different separate levels. But when we talk about the other parts of the Mishkan, when we talk about the beams and the covers, etc., what does it mean by the person? How does that translate? What are the beams and the covers on the spiritual level by the person? That means you're working with your personal, with your uh, individual talents and powers. Those are the Krashim that each one possesses. How high were the Krashim? They were ten Amas, representing the ten Koiches, Pnimim of the person. And when we talk about the covers of the Mishkan, that represents the powers that surround, the Makifim, that surround the person. They were above. But a person's will and a person's intellect and motions of each one is not similar to the other one. So there's a difference also in the various different way of level. How do we build a Mishkan? How do we build the ten? How do we do it? How do we meet the rest? That's each one of his own powers. So far, makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of fits, everything is fitting. It fits that everybody uh, brought the same amount because when we talk about Kabbalah soil, we talk about the foundation, that's the basis, that's everybody's equal, that's an Neshama. When we talk about the structure already, you talk about the individuality, you talk about the person's abilities, over there everybody works according to their ability. You have to give everybody, has to give their own uh, a specialty as a contribution. That's why we have these two contributions. So far, so good. But now, the Rebbe brings down in his Gimel that we see there's some conflict to this idea. Why? What was another distinction between the sockets, the gifts for the sockets, and the gift for the Mishkan was who was obligated to give the Adonim the Machtza Shekel? It was only the men but not the women. Within the men itself, how old did you have to be? You had to be 20 years old of age, and not less. But when we talk about the Trumas HaMishkon of the sanctuary over there, everybody participated, the men and the women. Not only that, on the contrary. It says the men came secondary. The men were secondary to the women. And then also, even minors, who are not even 13 years old, also brought to uh, the gifts of the Mishkan as brought down in Avazir Abnosan. But, according to the previous explanation, it should be the other way around. When we're talking about the gifts for the Adonim, Kabbalah's oil, Ubitl, when we're talking accepting the Yoke and Bittl, which comes because of the essence of the soul. So that's something which applies to every man or woman, son or daughter of the Jew, and also applies to minors. But when you talk about the Avoid of the Mishkan, which is a work, and takes the inner powers and the surrounding power, the Trumas HaMishkan, the Ratzon, the Makifim. So their 
really applicable, you have to be an adult for that. And you have to be uh, by a man who has whole, whole inner powers are, are whole. The proper fitting for the previous. So how come over there everybody brings, even minors bring? So I'll say on one hand, it would seem the other way around. Another question, the Torah also says, the rich man shall not increase. Somebody who's wealthy who's going to say, I want to bring more than a machzis a shekel. I want to bring a whole shekel, two shekels. No. The Yarba can't make more. The Hadal, a person who's poor, he says, can't afford a shekel. No. No Yamit, you can't bring any less. So some people say, which truma are we talking about? We're talking about the machzis a shekel for the Adonim, for the sockets. So, how could there be such a thing as wealthy or poor in relationship spiritually? Uh, what does it mean, poor? Poor means a person who's not on a high level intellectually, on a das, doesn't have a level of das, you know, but das, as their sages tell us. So, why would Torah mention the difference between somebody poor or somebody wealthy, which means that there is difference of levels. Uh, although the Torah says, no, don't make a change. They have to be equal. But the Torah is talking about there is somebody who is wealthy and there is somebody who is poor. Meaning there is different madregas. Why are we talking about Trumas HaAdonim, which is Kabbalah soil, which comes from the essence of the soul? The Torah should just say, everybody should give equally. Machsa Shekel. Not without emphasizing that there is somebody poor or somebody rich, because it almost seems like at that level we're all equal there. So why does the Torah specifically say it over there? So well, again, so the Rebbe pointed out two things over here. So generally, it fits well the idea Adonim Kabbalah soil, and Mishkan is the Koiches Pnimim, the Eser, the Kroshim, the Eser Amis, the Ten Koiches. The Ratzin, the Makifim, the Yiriyas, and the Mishkan. But we start to find out. Why is it by Adonim that women didn't, and Ketanim didn't bring? Why is it that by there they did bring? It would seem the other way around. And also, Aoshila Yarvid Aliyamit specifically is mentioned by the Adonim. So the Rebbe says we'll introduce this by explaining first how we serve the Abishta during the day. The way we make the uh, spiritual mishkan uh, within each one and how we raise our own mishkan. How does the day start? We start off the day with moidani. Soon as we get up in the morning, when you wake up, you say moidani even before you wash your hands. That means that you're still tummy. The tummy is still on your hands. So why is it that we can say Moedani while we're not, we can't say Brachas, you can't say Hashem's name, but you can still say Moedani, why? Because the Moedani means a, a, a thankful admission and an acceptance that comes because of the essence of the soul in which, uh, in that place, doesn't reach and it isn't important 
any tumor. We don't care. That's a place where tumor cannot affect. So we don't care that you're tummy. When you're saying moidani, the moidani cannot become tummy. And therefore, for this reason, we also understand that this applies, and it's by every man or woman of the Jewish people, men, women, and children, everybody. So that's what you start. So you start with the Moidani. The Moidani is equal by everybody. After the introduction of this Hoida, so then we start the service in an inner, which is the service of Davning and the Shema. And before you can say the Shema and Davning, you have to prepare yourself by saying the verses of uh, Song, Sukkot de Zimra, the Bechas Kriyashma, etc. After you finish the davening, then you go to the Beis HaMedrash, from the Beis HaKnaz, Beis HaMedrash, you study Torah. And then you go on to the service of the entire day, which is according to Hanig Baham Minig you conduct yourself in the way of the world, for your living, for your livelihood, whatever you need to do. So, what does it come out? We find seemingly contradictions over here, paradoxes here. On one hand, the obligation of reading the Shema and the davening tefillah only applies on men, not on women and children. From this we understand that mainly it's a kind of a service that it's mainly applicable to the inner powers of the person. It's not the Kabbalah Sol, it's not the Etzim, but it's the powers of the person, the mind and the heart. But on the other hand, those who are obligated to read the Shema and the Tefillah, the Davening, which is the men, the adults, and those who are fit for that avoid the primis, what do they do? Everybody still reads the Shema and davens in the same davening. We all say the same words in the davening. So what does this mean? This points to the fact that also this service is also connected in a level in which all the Yidna are connected at Samanashama. So we're talking about Koiches Pnimim, and yet we say that everybody davens together, so which means that it's all the same, all equal. So what's the what's going on over here? A similar verse that says we find by Krishna Tfila, we also find by the study of Torah and the observance of mitzvah, and also in the service uh, that we work for Hashem all day, in a way that is just the opposite. In other words, just comes out the opposite. On one hand, the obligation of studying Torah is on all Jewish people. Also, women have to study those laws that they need to know. So although they're not obligated to study Torah because of an obligation of to study Torah, but only so that they know how to fulfill the mitzvahs that's upon them, but 
they still would make the bracha birchas haTorah. They make the bracha uh, for the Torah for this reason. So it has to be. It's not just for the mitzvahs. It's not just a matter of preparation for the mitzvah. But there is something uh, also of Talmud Torah. There is there. They are fulfilling the uh, mitzvah and they are doing a studying of Torah. So Torah study is for everybody, for women as well. Also, as far as minors go. So there is a Torah command on a father to teach his young son Torah. So that means that the study of Torah has a connection to that level in the soul of the person which everybody is equal. Because there's no changes. Everybody has to learn Torah on one hand. So on one hand, everybody has to learn Torah. But on the other hand, still we see that how and in what way is the obligation of studying Torah, both in quantity and quality, it's not equal by all. There is somebody who has to learn Torah day and night and with great depth. And then there is a business person who's occupied. He can, his measure is less than this. Some people can say one pasuk in the evening, morning and one in the evening, fulfill their obligation. Women are only obligated to learn the lochas that needed to them, and only until they know them. So, everybody's mechuyah, but yet there is a difference. The same thing is also in the observance of mitzvahs, and generally speaking, it's equal by everybody. But there is uh, many differences as far as the details and how one fulfills the obligation. Men are mechuyiv in all positive and all prohibitions. Women are not mechuyiv in uh, positive mitzvahs which are time-bound, mitzvahs as mangroma. And similarly, as far as that we know that in all ways what you go, you have to know Hashem, there's various different ways which depend on the situation and the occupation of every man and woman. So it turns out, according to this, that the gift of the Adonim and the gift to the general Mishkan are similar to the service of Krishna and Tfilah and the service of Talmud Torah of all day. Trumas Adonim seems like the avoid of Krishna and Tfilah because we say that women and minors are exempt from it. But those people that are mechuyiv, they give the same amount. Everybody gives one shekel. One, I have a shekel. Similarly, uh, the Trumas Hadonim, only some were mechuyiv. You had to be 20 years old. But when you give it, everybody gives the same. So it was only the men that were 20 years old, but they give it the same. Same thing is you daven. The obligation is really more for the men. But yet, women are men who uh, but yet everybody davens the same. But on the other hand, um, when we talk about the gift that you gave for the Mishkan in general, 
That is, looks like the, like learning Torah. Why? Of all day. Everybody is mechuyif. Also the women are mechuyif. Also children are mechuyif. And yet, it's not the same avoid of from one to the other. There's differences. So it turns out that Adonim is more connected to avoid the previous, which, which women are not obligated. But do it all together. Everybody does the same thing. On the other hand, the differences that we have by Talmud Torah, for example, women are mechuyiv too, but with different levels. So what is it, how does it all reconcile? So the Rebbe explains like this. So what is the explanation in all this? When one davens, reads Kriyashma and Tefillah, that's take connected to the inner powers of a person's intellect and a person's heart. But it comes through the introduction of saying Moidani, which is the admission, the thankfulness, and the subjugation of the essence of the Neshama. So therefore, that subjugation is felt and that admission also in the service of the Krishna and Tfilah which means that within this service of the koiches pnimim, in your, when you work with your inner powers, you sense that it's founded on the level of betel and kabbalah's oil, which comes from your and shama. So you're working with your koiches pnimim, you're working with your inner koiches, but you sense that it's based on kabbalah's oil. That's the reason why it's only placed on men, adults, because the inner powers that they possess are complete and are fit for this avoidance. However, since also in their powers, inner powers, is sensed the level of bittle, subjugation Kabbalah Sahil, which is rooted in the essence of the neshama, where everybody is fitting, they have, you sense that level of bittal. So that's why the language of Kriyashma and Tefillah, the Nusach, is the same. That shows that the foundation of this service is in a way that is equal, makes everybody the same. So while you're working individually with your koiches, we still all say the same language because it's all based on that foundation that says. That's why the Torah emphasizes when it talks about Krishma Utfila, which is in this case, it says, the Trumas Ha'adonim. So the Torah says, the rich one shall not give more and the poor not give less because here we're talking about an Avedah that does come because of the inner, it's not a Kabbalah's oil Avedah, it's Avedah of the mind and the heart. And over there, there is a difference between a wealthy and a poor person because different they have a different level, how much your mind and how much your heart is. On what level? So, one service isn't the same compared to the other one. So therefore, in that 
gift of each one independently, you can't tell that this is because it's something which he uses his powers. What you do see, you see Asif Geira, which is the ten uh, parts of the Machzis HaShekel, uh, which means that you see the ten Koyches Pnimim. But when you compare and you combine everybody together, meaning the basis of the service that unites them, what unites them? Everybody is davening on their own. Everybody is doing their own thing. Everybody is davening to the Shem according to his mind, according to his heart, his mind. But when you compare all the individuals who are davening, each one according to their level, you emphasize that we're all equal in our gift, which means that you can sense that within the individual, in your Pneumis Dikavayda, it's all based on that subjugation of the essence of the Neshama, so then the rich one doesn't bring more and the poor one doesn't give less, which means it's all based upon that foundation. But since that avoidance of the davening and the Shema, the Trumas Ha'adonim, is something which the person impacts with his own, works hard with Koychus Apnim, individual, his inner Koychus. So therefore, it was understood that it's limited, and therefore, also, how much light comes down visible is only unlimited because it's the person working hard for it according to his koiches. So that's why we have the order of Shema and Tefillah in a set Nusach. And it has exact number of parshios and brochas, the letters, the words, the letters, the specific dinim, how to pronounce it. This shows that the order of the inner avoida, which is Shema Yisrael, to understand and to reflect about Hashem, to love Hashem, which the person gets in his heart, the love and the fear of Hashem. So through this service in his mind and his heart, he ties himself to the wisdom of Hashem and his love to the godly light which shines in the Svir of Chesed, which means as godliness has dressed up in these, in these midos. So that means that from the perspective of the person, it is connected to his specific midos. So what comes to the person, only the light which comes in the individual sphere is not the essence of Hashem. He brings down a specific, a limited, a very detailed level because every dominant, every detail that he does is dependent upon his reflection on the individual's dominant. So he brings down and he connects to a specific level. And then once a person finishes davening and reading the Shema and davening, then you start the story of Torah.
and you come to observance of mitzvahs. And then you start working all day in all the ways of Hashem, no Hashem. So what does it mean? To make a dwelling place for Hashem over here in this world. So that means that now the essence, the atmos in Tachtoinim as the Tachtoinim, as we are in our existence. So now we are bringing on that. So in this service of the person which takes all day that's the main time that you make that dwelling place. There's no limitations in what way what kind of business, what kind of work to make a dwelling place for Hashem. Because there's no limitations here because we're trying actually to say anything you do you don't have to daven specifically, you don't have to do anything specifically. How do you bring down Hashem in the world after you daven, when you're working with it? Anything you do, as long as you're doing it in a way there's no special format. You don't have to daven something specific. You don't have to do anything specific. Because the idea over here is that people, the way they are, doing, going along their regular business day, what they're doing, following, they should also, by doing what they're doing for the purpose of the heaven, they bring down the essence of Hashem over there. And not only the Shem Shemayim, but all the ways make Hashem known. And therefore, that's not something which is limited only to men, but this belongs to everybody, because this is something which is in action before the Mamash. But you have to do it with Nidva Salev, with benevolence of the heart. So, the bottom line is, as the Rebbe concluded over here, the level of the Adonim is actually Avoid the Primis. And everybody gives the same is because you sense the essence in it, but it is an Avoid the Primis. But the level of the Mishkan is actually bringing down the essence, and that's why there doesn't have any limitation. It gets everything. So in Zion, the Rebbe says, the Mishkan in generally was made out of the 13 or 15 items, physical, that they came from the general gifts of the Mishkan. That means that through the service of each one, men or women, in their physical matters, according to Torah, so you bring down the Eberstein, that your gifts, what do you do? You use any of the Gashmish that you think, what you do, you bring down the Eberstein here, you bring down the Atzmas. But when could you do that? It's only possible after we have the Truma Sadonim from those who are 20 and up, which means their service with their inner Koiches, as it's based on the bit and the Kabbalah soil that's based on the essence of the Neshama, that gives the power and the ability for every one and one to bring down the essence, the atmos below through the Avaid of Trumas HaMishkan. Just as in the service of every day, that it's only after first you do the Krishma Tfilah of the adults of Yidin, then there is the power that each man and woman can go ahead to make a dirilah throughout the day 
as mentioned earlier. So just like in the Seder uh, of the service of the day, how do we make a Mishkan for Hashem? The foundation and the introduction is saying Moida'ani. So basically the Moida'ani, that's the part where everybody is equal. Which is the Bitl Kabbalah soil, Etzim and Shama. Similarly, it was also in the service of the Mishkan. Right now we were talking about what? We're talking about Adonim, and we were talking about the Mishkan. So, Adonim is the Koyches Pnimim, and the Mishkan is the Dira B'Tachtenim that follows the Koyches Pnimim. But what about the Moida'ani? Where was the Moida'ani, which is the service of Etzim and Shama? So we find that when Moshe gave over to the Yidden, the instruction of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to make the Mishkan, what does it say beforehand? Vayakhil Moshe, as called Azm Yisrael, he gathered them all. So why did he gather all the people? Why didn't he gather first only the 20-year-olds and above and tell them about the Trumas HaAdonim? That comes first. And then to get all the women because also the women and because they were excluded, it seems. But the fact that they gathered all that was to arouse the essence of the Nishama that everybody has equally. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu gathered Koladas Israel, also the women, all the children, in order to arouse the essence of the soul, which is by every Yid. That way, through that, it was possible later to instruct about the building of the Mishkan. In the void of Koyuchus Pnimim, you should be able to sense the level of the Kabbalah soil and the Bittl, which comes as Esam and Shama. That's why it's all, all, everybody gives equal, the davening, everything is equal. Trumas Adonim. And then you have the Avoid, the general of Nidza Mishkan, uh, the general to the Mishkan. Same thing is in every generation. Who wakes up our essence of our soul? That's the Moshe. Every generation has the Moshe. That's the leaders of Israel. They are the Rosh, the head and the Moshin of the Bnei Yisrael in the generation. And with that power, each one of us, with his service of his inner powers in Krishna Tfilah, and then through the service of Limud HaToyr and Kima Mitzvah, the whole day can make for the Ebrister Adira B'Tachtoyim.